0: Many years ago when I first started working in the mortgage industry generating leads and sales I came to quickly realize that it wasn't an emergency for someone to buy a home I realized though that the person who inquired about buying a home and getting a mortgage they were actually very interested in that but they were just not ready at that moment What I learned quickly was I needed a model a methodology to acquire more and more conversations and I could be removed from when they wanted to close on the house So as long as I built a big pool of prospects and built a pipeline, I could rest easy knowing that I would have some closing in June, some closing in October, some closing in November, some closing in January, et cetera. That was my model. That was my plan. 10 years later, as we started this agency, I want to tell you a quick story. We had a company that was in the home remodeling space. And I remember at the end of the first year uh, of our work together, You know, he was like, Daryl, you know, I think the marketing's working, but I don't think we made enough money back on the marketing we spent. Now, for easy numbers, they made back in revenue five times what they paid us in marketing and advertising dollars. Now keep in mind they're home renovation contractor, they've got expenses, they've got hard costs, so they're probably running a 20 or 25% net margin business. So in his mind, it just wasn't that big of a growth. Here's the way the question went, though. I said, well, let me ask you this. Of the deals that you closed, how many did you quote? And it turned out that that number represented another 3x of opportunities that had been forgotten about. The mistake that a lot of business owners make and a lot of businesses make, salespeople make, is they only chase the now buyer. In today's episode, I want to break down a concept that I've been using. It's been at the center of everything I've done, both offline and online, for the last 20, 25 years, and I call it the iceberg theory, and I want you to just follow me on this talk today, and I guarantee you, if you come back and talk to me six months from now, 12 months from now, you will tell me that you made way more money than you've ever made because you followed up on a key concept that I describe in today's episode. I hope you enjoy. All right. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Daryl Evans. And in this video, I want to explain to you why an iceberg has anything to do with digital marketing and in specific behavior-based marketing, the way I teach it, the way I use it, the way our clients use it. And so here it goes. Going back to 2001 is when the first time I heard this idea or brought this analogy of an iceberg into marketing. And this is very relevant to you. If you have a product or service that is usually higher ticket, that is usually discretionary. What I mean by that is your prospect doesn't have to do that thing. Meaning if you're in the construction industry, for example, you're a home renovating contractor, but maybe you also do emergency water restoration or repair. Well, emergency water restoration is emergent, but renovating a home is discretionary. If you're an air conditioning contractor, for example, if my air conditioning goes out today, that's emergent. But if I wanna buy a energy efficient air conditioner, that's a discretion, that's at my discretion. Uh, if you're selling online courses, online training products, if you're a life coach, a speaker, an author, no one has to buy those services. If you're a professional service firm, maybe you're a law firm and you do estate planning. Maybe you're a bankruptcy attorney or a divorce attorney. While those services do become emergent at some point, generally the process to get to the buying decision or the hiring decision, it takes some time. If you're in the B2B space and you sell a large ticket service. You know, we have one of our clients and they sell engagements that could be 100000 to $2 million. That's not going to happen overnight. They're selling it to Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 500 companies. That process isn't going to happen overnight. So I hope you get the point. I want to explain this iceberg theory to you. And it makes sense if you have a sales cycle in your business that is traditionally longer than two weeks, but could be as long as perhaps one and a half to two years. Now, so I learned this process when I was in the real estate mortgage lending industry, and I also spent three years in the financial services world. So at any given time, no one woke up in the middle of the night in a mad rush to buy CDs, mutual funds, life insurance, health insurance back then. If I was in the real estate industry or mortgage industry, no, it was never mandatory. It was a desire, but it was never mandatory to buy a home, mandatory to get a loan, mandatory to refinance your house. So those are all the different types of examples. Now that I've got the examples out of the way, let's dive into this iceberg theory. Science says that, and I'm gonna let you answer this question, how much of the iceberg is beneath the water, right? How much of the iceberg is beneath the water? Well, if you look up most science studies, they'll say that 85 to 90% of the iceberg is beneath the water, which leaves 10 to 15% above the water. Here's how the analogy goes. Think of the part above the water as your active prospects who are in the process of buying your product or service. They're already in what we call product or solution aware, meaning they know that they are going to buy the thing that you sell. And so a lot of people come to me in marketing and they want us to make sure that they get found immediately in the process when the person's making the buying decision. Well, guess what happens? the rest of your market is also chasing that same 10% or so of buyers. Now, the analogy of the iceberg is just used for illustration purposes only, but what I really believe is that there's only three to four or 5% of anybody at any given time who's ready to buy your product or service. What we have found and what I've found over the last 20-something years in business is if you're only going after those prospects who are right now ready to buy, you're gonna be in what's called competition and you're gonna be in what I also call a price war. I don't know if you've ever had a scenario where someone wanted to get three bids and yours is one of the three. They need to get three quotes and you're one of the three quotes. And all of a sudden now you're jockeying to see who's gonna come in the lowest to get the deal. That's not the way I like to do business. I like to do business, first of all, it's not that I don't wanna give a good deal, but I don't wanna be in competition. So the iceberg theory of marketing is to focus on those folks who are your ideal prospect, but who will take several steps below the waterline before they actually make the purchase. So let me go and make a really easy example for the mortgage industry. So the mortgage industry I spent a lot of years in, and when a husband and wife had, let's say their second child, and they were living in a two-bedroom condo, and they now knew that they weren't gonna have enough space because they're occupying one of the rooms, and now the first child is occupying the other room, and they're like, you know, we just don't have enough space to grow. That is what I call a triggering event. And so part of this iceberg theory and what I call behavior-based marketing hinges on triggering events. So the triggering event is we got pregnant. Well, guess what? They don't have to move tomorrow. They might not be moving even before the new baby is born. They may be moving in the next six to eight months, nine months. They could be moving after the baby comes along, but we don't know what it is. But emotionally speaking, that trigger event has prompted their decision to go ahead and buy another property, which means they're going to need the mortgage over the real estate process, the agent, et cetera. What most people don't do, though, is they don't want to engage in the dialogue when they're six or eight or 12 months back. They don't want to invest any time. The iceberg theory suggests that you should be investing time building relationship with those people who have shown their intent based on a triggering event. And if you do that properly, you're going to now have a system to stay top of mind aware so that as they go along the process and they're going to get feedback from all their friends and family and all this other stuff. But if you've got a system in place that we teach, we're going to show you how to stay in touch with that person in a way that's non-salesy, that builds a ton of value, that adds a lot of credibility to your business and your brand and shows that you're the expertise. Now, the way to do this is, is obviously you've got to be in the right place where those prospects start raising their hand, okay? Number two, you've got to have some reason for them to want to engage in a dialogue with you that doesn't involve making the sale today. The third thing about this process is you now need a system, and we recommend automated systems, both email and direct mail, to keep in touch with those people as those days, weeks, months go by. Now, I've been using this strategy since literally the early 90s, more specifically, online since 2003, to the point where I had an email system. And I basically, I don't know how well you can see this, but this is 2002. I put this email in you back then, we called them a drip campaign. But when I teach people that I had 53 emails, and I know you can't see that greatly there, but from day one to day 354, these are just the headlines of the emails. I don't have all the copies of the emails here. But because I knew that my prospect could take that long to make a purchase, I wanted to find a way to stay in touch with them for a solid calendar year that didn't cost me a lot of money. It didn't require me to have you know one-on-one, face-to-face dialogue with them. But while they were getting feedback from their friend, their relative, their cousin, the person who sits next to them in the cubicle, I was dropping nuggets of value into their inbox non-disruptive, non-pitchy, and it literally had my pipeline stacked. Uh, If you happen to be in the mortgage business, I used to always manage a six to $8 million pipeline at any given time. And at some point, I remember someone saying to me, don't you ever prospect? And I'm like, yeah, I just prospect before they're ready. Okay. So behavior-based marketing allows you to do that today on social media. Those of you that are in spaces such as professional services You know, you have brick and mortar services, whatever they may be, where there's a longer term sales cycle with a higher ticket valued purchase, then the behavior based marketing system, along with this iceberg theory, this iceberg theory is so cool once you accept it, right? It doesn't mean, by the way, we don't want prospects who are ready to buy today. We take those prospects. We want those prospects. But where we help our clients succeed, where I've succeeded with our businesses and the 30 something industries that I've helped implement this in is we take that long-term approach and we look for long-term ROI and we're patient. That's the one thing I could tell you is that be patient, be strategic, be tactical, be very direct on what it is you want your today prospects to do, but take the assumption that they're not ready to buy today. And that means that 85 to 90% of the prospects are beneath the surface of the water, but they do things today behaviorally, online, on social media, on Google, on Bing, and other platforms that give you an indication that they are moving closer up to being above the water and being a hot prospect. If you structure your marketing campaigns that way, you're gonna have a pipeline of business that will almost never run dry in good markets and in bad markets, and that's what I'd encourage you to do. So. I hope this analogy of the iceberg theory sits home with you, and I'd love to see you implement it in your business. If you have any questions, drop a comment below. I'll be sure to provide you an answer and some direction. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.